you've probably heard about turmeric as a superfood or a supplement, but is it worth consciously adding it to your thyroid-friendly diet? Let's take a closer look in this episode of the show. We're going to talk about, is turmeric good for thyroid patients? We'll cover the reported health benefits of turmeric, including the thyroid-specific health benefits of turmeric. We'll also talk about how you can add more turmeric to your life, the best ways to use it to see the most benefits, and also some really delicious recipes featuring turmeric. It's going to be a great show and a yummy one, so stick around. Hello, Thyroid Drivers. Welcome back to another episode of Thyroid Healthy Bites, a weekly podcast dedicated to helping you live well and eat well so you can feel well. I'm Ginny Mahar, your host and the face behind the apron at hypothyroidchef.com. Welcome back to the show, Thyroid Thrivers. I'm so excited to talk to you today about one of my absolute favorite, what what I call a thyroid superfood, turmeric. So there's a lot of ground to cover here. There's so much good in turmeric for us as thyroid thrivers. So I can't wait to cover this with you. The benefits, the, the cooking techniques, the bioavailability, um, the thyroid specific benefits to us delicious recipes and ways to incorporate more turmeric into your diet. So we're going to cover all of that today. Before we dive in, if you're looking for more information on thyroid healthy cooking, thyroid healthy ingredients, I want to invite you to download my free thyroid healthy grocery guide. So there's so much emphasis when we start to explore the world of thyroid friendly eating on what not to eat avoid gluten, avoid dairy, avoid sugar, grains, this, that, and the other thing, it can get really overwhelming and it can start to feel like a huge bummer because there's so much emphasis on what not to eat. So that's why I wanted to create this resource, the Thyroid Healthy Grocery Guide, which features over 130 delicious, colorful, nutrient-dense foods we can eat. So if you wanna get that quick download, I will put the link for that in the show notes or you can grab it at hypothyroidchef.com slash grocery. And of course, turmeric is on there along with some of my other favorite thyroid loving superfoods. But let's get into it. Let's talk about turmeric. So, you know, they say that olive oil is the liquid gold of the Mediterranean. Well, turmeric is the solid gold of India. Turmeric is also known as Indian saffron, because it's got that same really strong yellow color, which stains and infuses any dish that you add it to. It's added to Indian curries for both color and flavor. It's also used in a lot of Moroccan and Thai dishes. Sometimes it's also used even as a natural additive to things like mustard, cheese, and butter to make them a little bit more yellow in color. I actually add a pinch or two of turmeric to my chicken bone broth, not so much to make it taste like turmeric, but just to give it a nice hint of yellow color, makes it a nice golden uh, sort of hue, and you're going to get a little bit of nice health benefits, a little bit of nice color. So I like to do that with my chicken bone broth. The benefits of turmeric are many, and they've been known for a very long time. So there's been a lot of studies done on turmeric. Some people say turmeric is kind of like culinary ibuprofen in terms of what it can do for inflammation. This is truly a healing 
and medicinal food. Turmeric is also recommended for heart health and gastrointestinal health, cancer prevention. It may even reduce the brain plaque that is associated with Alzheimer's and the arterial plaque, or like, you know, we're talking about like clogged arteries that is associated with heart disease. So this vibrantly colored spice is commonly used in Chinese medicine to treat dozens of ailments, including liver issues, respiratory issues, skin problems, wound healing, uh, muscle and joint pain. It's antiviral, antifungal, antibacterial. It lowers blood sugar, helps with diabetes. It may even help lower our cholesterol. So the list of turmeric's health benefits is very long. And though the spotlight that's been put on this spice isn't misplaced, I do think it's important to kind of keep our expectations realistic when it comes to any healing food, because, you know, the internet has a way of, let's say, overinflating <laughs> certain claims. And, you know, some of the studies on turmeric haven't necessarily been super high quality. They're not the gold standard, double blind, placebo controlled variety. So before we dig in, we'll just add a little grain of salt to the pot. However, I have tried to find some, you know, good research on turmeric to cover with you today. So let's talk about what makes turmeric so powerful as a healing food. That bioactive component is called curcumin. So curcumin is what's responsible for that very long list of potential health benefits. And that term curcumin is sometimes used interchangeably when people are talking about turmeric and turmeric supplements. They may be called curcumin supplements. So curcumin is truly amazing stuff and powerful. In studies, curcumin often outperforms pharmaceuticals, which is pretty astounding. So what about for us as thyroid thrivers? Is turmeric beneficial for thyroid thrivers? Let's talk about some of the you know thyroid-specific benefits of um, turmeric. And not just, you know, when I say thyroid-specific, I mean for those of us with hypothyroidism and Hashimoto's, not just benefits to the actual thyroid gland. So according to you know, thyroid experts like Dr. Isabella Wentz, yes, turmeric does address many of the most common issues that are associated with thyroid disease and autoimmune thyroid diseases. For example, uh, turmeric can help protect and heal the intestinal barrier. Uh, so intestinal permeability, also known as leaky gut, runs rampant among us as thyroid and autoimmune thyroid patients. We tend to have more gut issues, so it can help protect and heal that. It can also help reduce inflammation throughout the body. So our joints and our muscles, and of course, also in the GI tract and from GI conditions like Crohn's, IBS, and ulcerative colitis. And because so many of us thyroid drivers have gut issues like IBS, SIBO, intestinal permeability, gut dysbiosis, these gut issues and imbalances are so common among thyroid drivers that turmeric can be beneficial in helping to heal, support, reduce inflammation in the gut. So lots of good stuff here. What about for our mental health? Because, you know, thyroid, hypothyroidism and Hashimoto's have impacts on our mental health. 
Studies have shown it to be as effective as Prozac in treating depression. And of course, you know, turmeric doesn't come with some of the dangerous side effects. So pretty cool for our mental health as well. Turmeric can also really help us, you know, in our brains, decreasing brain fog. It can boost our oxygen intake to the brain and help the brain heal. And as I mentioned, it can help reduce the plaque, brain plaque, that is associated with Alzheimer's and dementia. And it can even improve memory. So lots of amazing benefits to the brain from turmeric. Turmeric may help reduce high cholesterol. High cholesterol is commonly associated. It is an an absolute effect of being hypothyroid is the cholesterol tends to go up when we are hypothyroid. Um, So turmeric may help reduce high cholesterol, though there is some debate on that topic. I, I, since, you know, I've researched this, there may be new studies, but, um, Another really awesome, amazing, and powerful thing that turmeric can do that I want to mention is that it can reduce heavy metal toxicity in the body and help it recover from the effects of heavy metals. And the thyroid is particularly uh, vulnerable to the effects of heavy metals. And while we may be, you know, eating clean and, and living a low tox lifestyle, we unfortunately just live in a modern industrialized world where heavy metals are kind of everywhere. They're in the air, they're in the water, the soil, they're therefore in our food, even if we're eating organic, like this is a byproduct of uh, the burning of fossil fuels. So there's just kind of more and more um, heavy metals in our environment. And also there's heavy metals found in a lot of conventional pesticides and fertilizers and things like that. Those heavy metals are kind of forever chemicals. So they sort of build up and in the environment, they build up in our systems because so many things kind of metabolize through the thyroid. The thyroid tends to uh, harbor some of those heavy metals and can be really affected by them. So I love to incorporate natural chelating foods like turmeric into my thyroid healthy recipes, into my personal thyroid healthy eating plan because it's so important to support our bodies in helping our bodies flush some of those heavy metals. Dr. Isabella Wentz actually used turmeric in her own recovery from arsenic poisoning. And it's been a while since I read her article on this, but um, I want to say it was from using toxic makeup, like lipstick or something. And yeah, so she ended up with arsenic poisoning and turmeric was a big part of her recovery using that, cooking with it, eating it, taking it supplementally, et cetera. So to answer our, our first question, it, yes, this is a resounding yes. Turmeric is absolutely worthy of a place on your thyroid friendly menu. Can some of us be sensitive to turmeric? Sure. I have heard from thyroid drivers who say, it causes me some GI upset, uh, so I don't take it. If that's you, of course, we we don't want to be consuming things that are inflammatory to us. And what is inflammatory to us and what isn't, there is a bio-individual component of that. So we each have our own unique you know, dietary needs and sensitivities. A lot of times that may depend on the health of your gut, on the 
you know, kind of the status of how your gut's doing. I know when my gut has been out of balance, I've had more food sensitivities as I've healed the gut, eat a gut healing diet, go to, you know, lengths to nurture and nourish my gut health. I'm able to, you know, tolerate more foods, more spices, more, you know, everything. So as always do what's right for you. If turmeric is problematic for you for any reason, you know, you, you don't have to eat turmeric to be a thyroid thriver to, or to eat thyroid healthy for the rest of us who can tolerate it, enjoy it, etc. Yes. Turmeric is absolutely worthy of a place on your thyroid friendly menu. So how do we do that? How do we add more turmeric to our life? Because, you know, it's not necessarily something that uh, in Western culture is like ubiquitous in cooking. So there's three ways actually to add more turmeric to your life, not just cooking. We'll talk about three different ways. Number one, supplementation, number two, drinking, and number three, of course, cooking. So first supplementation. So people can take turmeric extract or often it's called curcumin in capsule form. And it is in many cases considered safe. However, as I mentioned, it can have some uncomfortable side effects for some, and there are some drug interactions with turmeric, including risks for pregnant or nursing women. So always important to consult with your trusted physician before taking a turmeric or curcumin supplement or any supplement for that matter. Second way to add more turmeric to your life is drinking. So you can drink turmeric. And my favorite way to do this is in the form of an ancient Ayurvedic beverage called golden milk tea. Golden milk is kind of a middle of the road way to achieve what I think of as a more substantial intake of turmeric without either taking a capsule or like eating curry every day. So I have a recipe on hypothyroidchef.com and I will also put it in the show notes for easy instant golden milk mix. So what golden milk is, is a combination of, for my recipe, which is dairy-free, I use uh, uh, dairy-free high-fat coconut milk. I make this concentrated paste with lots of turmeric, cinnamon, ginger, uh, nutmeg, cloves, all kinds of spices. I think I put some vanilla in there, sweeten it up with honey. I like to add some collagen powder to the mix and it makes this like concentrated paste. And then you can take like a silicone ice cube tray, or I use these um, baby food trays that I really like. And you can freeze like these individual serving size pucks of the golden milk concentrate. So that's my easy instant golden milk mix. And I'll have like cubes of that in the freezer, which makes it so easy to just, my husband and I love this in the colder months in the evening. We'll put a cube of that in a mug. We'll thaw it out. Um, add some hot water to that to dilute it, give it a stir and you're done. Sometimes I might add a little bit of my uh, dairy-free coffee creamer. I like to use nut pods uh, unless I'm on an elimination diet, Um, but nut pods is Whole30 compliant. So sometimes if I wanted a little creamier, I might add just a little bit of that to my golden milk. It's so delicious. And you get this kind of blast of turmeric that gives you a really nice relaxing body buzz. It's just wonderful in the evening before bed. So the third way to add more turmeric to your life is with cooking. This is my favorite way to get the healing powers of turmeric in my life. So because turmeric has kind of a strong pungent flavor, it is kind of used in smaller doses in cooking. 
which leads us to our next question. Is cooking with turmeric enough to see any of those benefits? If we're using smaller amounts, if we're using turmeric in our cooking, maybe let's say once a week or a couple times a month, is it going to make a dent? Is it going to make a difference? Are we going to get some of those benefits? If you're wondering whether adding those small culinary doses of turmeric to your diet is enough to make a difference, here's some food for thought. So there was a medical study called the effect of curcumin on Alzheimer's disease. And this compared the rate of Alzheimer's in curry loving India versus the United States where, you know, of course we eat curry here. We may love it. It's not necessarily, you know, uh, a major part of our, you know, culinary heritage here, but in India, that's just a much more a part of their daily food and cooking. So among adults age 70 to 79 in India, their rate of Alzheimer's was 4.4 times lower than in the US. So that's pretty amazing. I'll say that again. Their rate of Alzheimer's among adults age 70 to 79 in India was 4.4 times lower than in the US. And India is, you know, a turmeric and curry loving country. So this study went on to say that the test subjects who ate curry on an occasional basis did perform better on cognitive function tests than those who ate curry rarely or never. And the same was true for those who ate curry on a frequent basis or what they they defined as more than one time a month. Those people also, of course, performed better on cognitive function tests. So I'll say that again. The study pointed out that people who ate curry occasionally, meaning less than once a month, or frequently, meaning more as which they defined as more than once a month, did perform better on cognitive function tests than those who ate curry rarely or never. So bottom line, yes, absolutely. Cooking with turmeric even once a month may have some benefit to your health, especially your brain health and Alzheimer's prevention. This is this is one of the leading health issues in this country and in the developed world. So always important to support that. And so much of our thyroid healthy living and thyroid healthy cooking is also just healthy cooking. It's based on these, you know, foundations of functional medicine, preventive medicine. So feeding ourselves these foods that don't just support our health, you know, in the immediate, in the moment, but also in the long term with disease prevention, super important. And, and turmeric absolutely makes that list. So if we're cooking with turmeric and, you know, oftentimes that's going to entail using curry powder, how much turmeric is in curry powder? Well, that depends. And I want to point out here, turmeric is often the primary ingredient in curry powder. Some people think curry powder is a spice, like the, you know, the spice of curry. It's like an individual thing. It's not. Curry is actually a spice blend. It's a blend of spices and it can contain sometimes 20 or more ingredients. So in creating a curry powder, turmeric can, you know, and typically is prominent in the recipe. It kind of serves as this like base layer or base flavor upon which all those other flavors in the curry powder are built. Turmeric has this flavor profile that I would say is like 
bittersweet. It's a little bit fruity and it's got kind of a subtle ginger like heat, not quite as much as ginger, but you know, there is a little bit of that bite to turmeric. So there's endless variations of curry powder recipes. Some of them do again, contain more turmeric than others, but one way you can make sure you're getting plenty of turmeric from your curry powder and just a much more vibrant flavor is by making your own. And I've shared a link to my favorite curry powder recipe in the full blog post for uh, this episode. So I'll be sure and share that in the show notes. You'll be able to find all my links and sources and things uh, in that blog post. But in this recipe, turmeric is about half of the spice blend. It comprises about half of the mixture. So other ingredients in that curry powder include uh, cumin, cardamom, coriander, dry mustard, cayenne. Uh, I also like to add black pepper to this formula because black pepper is going to increase the length of time that the curcumin remains in the body, or in other words, it's bioavailability. And we'll, we'll talk about that next, but yeah, you can use store-bought curry powder and just add a little extra turmeric. And, you know, ideally as, as we're about to talk about, add a little um, black pepper to the dish as well to ensure that you are getting, you know, as much turmeric as you can in your cooking. So how can you get the most benefit from cooking with turmeric? Well, the key thing to remember here is that turmeric's bioavailability, in other words, its absorbability is kind of low. It just sort of like flushes, I guess, right through our system. So if you really want to help your body absorb and retain more of that beneficial curcumin from the turmeric you eat, there are a few things you can do when cooking with it that will increase the benefits and increase that bioavailability. Uh, number one, add healthy fat. So we're talking about things like extra virgin olive oil, avocado oil, ghee, uh, organic unrefined coconut oil. Curcumin is fat soluble. So adding some healthy fat just like other, you know, fat soluble vitamins, healthy fat can help get that curcumin throughout our body. Number two is add black pepper. This is a big one, maybe the most impactful of the three that we'll talk about here. So there's a substance in black pepper called piperine or piperine. I'm not sure how to say it, but piperine, we'll call it, can increase the bioavailability of curcumin in humans by up to 2000%. So very, very substantial increase in bioavailability just by including some black pepper. And oftentimes when you do see turmeric or curcumin supplements, you'll notice that there is black pepper or piperine in the mix to boost that bioavailability. Lastly, add heat. So add heat. What does that mean? Well, we're, we're just talking about cooking. So you just want to cook with the turmeric to increase solubility. So like in making that easy instant golden milk mix, that paste, that mixture is cooked down. Heat is applied before I freeze those, you know, individual servings of the easy instant golden milk mix. Um, if you're making a curry, of course, that's going to be cooked. When I do my, um, my chicken bone broth, of course, that cooks for 24 hours. So even though I may just be adding a pinch or two of turmeric to a big pot of chicken bone broth, the bioavailability of that even very small amount of turmeric is greatly increased because it's cooked for so long. 
Okay, so fresh turmeric, dried turmeric, does it matter what you use? Well, in terms of flavor, there is a difference between fresh turmeric and dried turmeric. And I think it's really similar to the difference between fresh ginger and dried ginger. So that's something probably a lot of us are familiar with flavor wise. So like, you know, fresh ginger root, fresh turmeric root has just a much more bright and bold and forward flavor. Dried turmeric, like dried ginger is a little bit more muted, but it still does, you know, manage to absolutely infuse delicious flavor, especially when it's cooked with moisture of any kind with fat. So I think dried turmeric is more convenient. It's easier to find. It's easier to store than fresh turmeric root. A lot of us can't find fresh turmeric root at the store. If you can, if it's available to you, if you have access to both fresh and dried turmeric, absolutely. I think it's worth experimenting with and tasting and deciding which type of turmeric is best for which application. If you can find fresh turmeric, absolutely it's worth a try. Otherwise, I do think that sticking with dried turmeric is just fine. So, and if you're, you know, in recipes, if you want to like substitute, say you happen to find some fresh turmeric at the store and you want to experiment with it, there's a rule of thumb for fresh versus dried turmeric that says about a tablespoon of freshly grated turmeric is equal to a teaspoon of ground dried turmeric. So that can just be fun, you know, try it in your golden milk, try it in your curries. I think it's pretty amazing tasting, but honestly, I think dried is great as well. So before we wrap it up, let's talk about some really delicious thyroid healthy recipes featuring turmeric. So uh, I'll share a few recipes with you from the Hypothyroid Chef blog. Number one, red lentil rainbow soup. This is full of colorful plant foods, high fiber lentils, and lots of spices, including turmeric. I also have a recipe for turmeric hot chocolate. This is a wonderful afternoon pick-me-up. So you combine some turmeric with some cacao powder and some honey, maybe a little bit of your favorite, you know, dairy-free creamer and blend it up. It's just delicious as a hot chocolate. And you get like the golden milk mix, you get that same kind of body buzz from having, you know, a nice, good, big, like substantial dose of turmeric. And of course, as I mentioned, there's that recipe for easy instant golden milk mix on my free recipe blog, which we already talked about. There's a delicious recipe from KJ for salmon, sweet potato, and watercress salad with a turmeric cream dressing. This is an AIP compliant or elimination diet compliant recipe that is absolutely delicious and perfect for this time of year. I also have an AIP lamb hash with carrot and celery root that I season and color with turmeric and little, there's a little bit of cinnamon there, a little bit of maple syrup. It's absolutely one of my favorite breakfast hashes. Of course, I mentioned my chicken bone broth that you can grab the recipe for. And there's a wonderful recipe shared by contributor Phoebe Lapine, another thyroid thriver uh, for mild and creamy butterless butter chicken that of course features a really good dose of turmeric. And that recipe happens to be low FODMAP as well for any of you dealing with SIBO and you know other conditions where you need to be on a low FODMAP diet. So lots of great choices. And I'll leave it up to you to decide which of those recipes is going to best fit your taste, your current you know dietary needs. 
If you want more thyroid-friendly recipe inspiration, I've got so much for you. I've got you covered. I have a thyroid-friendly everyday e-cookbook that features over 50 quick and easy thyroid-friendly recipes your whole family will love. So you can take a peek at that. I will also add the link to my Thyroid Healthy Everyday Cookbook in the show notes. And there are additional recipes not published on the blog in that e-cookbook that feature uh, lots of turmeric. One of my favorites that comes to mind is uh, golden roasted cauliflower with olives, bell peppers, onions. It's a sheet pan recipe. It's tossed with turmeric. So the cauliflower is this beautiful gold color. It's so delicious. It's one of my absolute favorite vegetable sides. We eat it all the time at home. So there are others in there though, featuring turmeric. So if you would like to check that out, it also comes with a comprehensive guide on thyroid healthy eating, the what, the why, the how, how does this all work and how do I incorporate it into my lifestyle? So if you're wanting to really incorporate more thyroid healthy ingredients, learn more about some of these thyroid healthy ingredients and just up-level your thyroid healthy cooking and eating, the Thyroid Healthy Everyday Cookbook is one of the best ways to do that. So I wanted to be sure and mention that. And again, I'll put that link in the show notes for you. Uh, along with a little coupon code. So I hope this show has inspired you in some way to try cooking with more thyroid-friendly ingredients, especially turmeric, and just to believe in the healing power of what we choose to eat. I mean, some of these foods truly are culinary medicine. And like ginger, like cilantro, turmeric falls into that group. It, I absolutely love cooking with turmeric. And I know some of us aren't necessarily all that familiar with it as a spice. So I hope this has opened your mind and given you some inspiration, even for those of you who love turmeric and cook with it all the time, hopefully I've given you some new ideas for how to use it and some fresh reasons for why to cook with more turmeric and incorporate it into your everyday meal planning. All right. Thank you so much for spending this time with me. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Thyroid Healthy Bites. If so, please don't forget to like, subscribe, or leave a review. It truly does help support the show so much. I'm Jenny Mahar wishing you happy healing and bon appetit. See you next time. <laughs>